0: This Philadelphia Eagles preview edition of the sports gambling podcast is brought to you by circus sports. Circus sports has given away $14 million this NFL season, sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by game time. Download the game time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by our Patreon score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sports dot com slash patreon. Hey, this is Legarrette Blunt, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean, second to Money Green, with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog, very loud, Sean. Very loud. I'm loud. It's a loud, it's yeah, it's a loud. let's fucking go. Fly, Eagles, fly the road to victory jacked up. Ryan talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. We're almost to the end of our 32 NFL team. Previews not going to finish your choir songs choir. Come on, Ryan. Just, just admit uh, the Eagles fight song is badass, and you think it's really cool. Whenever we're out in public and someone says to me, go birds, you're jealous. You're jealous. It's okay. I, I will
1: go birds. I I think is fine. That that is something that is I would say most fan bases are probably envious. They don't have a quick one-liner like that. That being said, the choir is still that I I'm not, I'm not willing to give you that one (laughs) because I I don't actually find that. Give me a band at a
0: football game,
1: grown men singing. No, thank you. What? No, thank you.
0: Come on, a fight song, singing it together. You, I understand if it's a choreographed like dance routine, but played
1: it, rugby, thought all the songs were stupid. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I, again, I think there's there's certain things that are cool. The haka, you're slapping yourself, you're grunting, but the second <laughs> grown men are looking to harmonize and create melodies. Harmonize. I'm out. Uh,
0: Kramer, I'm out. We got a we got an overlay issue. Uh, hey, let's oh, go. Sorry. My bad. It's all right, Ryan. We're here. We're live <laughs> youtube.com sports gambling podcast. Of course. Make sure you Smash! That subscribe button and uh hop in on the Patreon. Just uh just mailed out the two mystery boxes uh for the winners of the Patreon pick'em last week. Of course, they got cash and a mystery box with some uh, memorabilia, random stuff from our uh studio office here. Got another pick'em because we have weekly pick'ems and the thousand dollar uh NFL win totals pick'em. And Sean, uh,
1: I might be wearing something yes. that is a future item. We'll oh. see. Autographed.
0: That's pretty badass. YouTube.com slash Sports and Podcast. You can wear the jersey that Ryan was wearing when he got our interception at the Fantasy Football Expo. Highlight of the. <laughs> Unfortunately. Josh is pulling up the highlights here. YouTube.com slash Sports Game and Podcast. I, I mean. Unfortunately, we followed it up with our own turnover and then. I, Uh, on our way to O and two record. But Hey, it was flag football. Who cares?
1: Very happy that we had someone there recording. Even, even that horrible angle uh, was, was an amazing thing to immediately send to the children. Mm. Uh, Remember I'm still a hero
0: doing (laughs) heroic things.
1: You see the way I hit the ground. Didn't even think about it, just instincts. Going, it was C ball, a,
0: get ball. It was amazing uh between our team, between you, uh various cramping. I saw I know Bruni uh, from the fantasy football show had a pretty bad uh b- pretty bad cut on his knee. Yep. Uh it was it was amazing how banged up we got for a fantasy uh football game. I'll be honest. Big mistake
1: was starting to f- so A, I told myself warm up for real. I didn't warm up for real. I didn't take like a 30 minute warm up. Big mistake. My weed. Then we warmed up too much. At which point my body was really starting to hurt was hydrating like a motherfucker. And then I said, fuck it. And I uh, threw up the bat signal to a friend of the program. DJ Eric, I said, I got a medical emergency and the rest was history. <laughs> so, you know, good thing. They weren't testing at the expo.
0: Good yeah there was no uh testing at the expo speaking of games and the Eagles I'm counting down the days till the Eagles play the Rams Sunday October 8th I'm gonna be there. Got some buddies uh, from the tired Eagles podcast might be coming out. And do are they gonna come out? Are they not gonna come out? I don't know. I know I will be going to that game 100 percent And I know I'm gonna be getting the tickets last minute. And I know I'm gonna be using game time one. Already got the game time app. Use the promo code SGPN uh, for my new account, getting twenty dollars off. And I'm waiting to the last minute. I'm a guy who waits the last minute of the tickets. Usually I'm the guy who has to get the tickets, waiting. Oh, are you gonna be able to make it out? Can you can you? make it out. Can't you make it out? It's always a, a schlep figuring out the tickets. That's why game time's great. Again, the leader in last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you can find a better price, good luck. Uh, they will give you 110% of the difference Again, download the game time app, create an account. Use code SGPM for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, create the account, redeem the code SGPM for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It is funny looking at the Rams Eagles. And we're going to be talking about that game when we break it down. But the tickets on the visitor side are noticeably more expensive than the home side. Uh, Why why is you would imagine like, do you
1: care what side you're on?
0: I I think if I had to choose, I guess I would be as an Eagles fan. Yeah. You'd want to be on the visitor side and generally, uh, you know, the visitors kind of um, yeah. If you're, if you're going to a, a, an opposing stadium, I generally try and find tickets on the visitor's side. Okay. If I I, had to choose, just just kind of more of a, I guess I, but now I got the game time app open and <laughs> the cheaper tickets are on the Rams side. So I don't know. Is there going to be a Rams side? Well, I don't think so, Ryan. I mean, there's, there's going to be
1: a side where the Rams sit, but I don't know if that's going to be the Rams side.
0: <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish I had signed up for Game Time because uh, the prices here in the Game Time app way better than what I paid no. when they went out to uh, Eagles at the Raiders, and that was a crazy dominance. Oh. I mean. The the most I've ever seen a fan an opposing fan base dominate a stadium was when the Eagles played the Chargers and the Chargers were still it was before they were playing in SoFi it was in the soccer stadium they were playing in that tiny soccer stadium it was capacity was twenty thousand sold out twenty thousand I would say not joking and we brought we brought Decker so that maybe swung the number it was like seventy five percent Eagles fans it was when I realized. Uh, that the Jumbotron where they show (laughs) makes it was hilarious. I've never seen a Jumbotron bomb because they go make some noise chargers fan. And it was, they did the volume meter where it was like, Oh, it's peaking, It's cracking. And it was just dead silent because all the Eagles fans were like, Hey, we'll make them look like assholes. We're not going to say anything completely exposed them. It was great. Uh, Chat is of course lit. Nicholas Greenwald talking a bunch of shit, saying, uh, she, saying the uh, uh, Patrick Big Dick swinging my homes, gonna shit on them in the rematch. No way. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, of course, I, cereal gonna you know hyping up his Cowboys. D. Bettis in the motherfucking house, I, repping I, the birds. I
1: do have a, I do have a a, a nugget on that on that front. Later, I'll hmm. save it though. I'll save it you'll save it. I'm going to save it. I got lots of nuggets. I have too many nuggets nuggets.
0: Ryan. Of course, let's take a look back on the 2022 Eagles. Of course, coming up uh, painfully short in the super bowl. Um, Thanks a lot, Brad Berry. Although I still think the person I blame the most is our fucking punter. Um, That 65 yard punt return. Really? Turn the tide there, uh, throw him under the bus. And the and the defense just couldn't get a turnover. Straight up record, sixteen and four. The Eagles were uh Jalen Hurts individually, sixteen and two when he started, uh ten and ten against the spread. Their win total for hmm. the regular season was nine and a half. They smashed that over. Smash! Kramer unfortunately was on the under with the Eagles at nine and eight. I was adv- barely. I had them 12 and 5. Oh, wow. I you know being a accused of a homer. I was lowballing the Eagles. They were they were 13 and 4. Um, homer. <laughs> uh, 13 and uh, or no, sorry, 14 and 3 in the regular season. Uh just dominant performances after dominant performances. DVOA third. Offensive DVOA third. Defensive DVOA sixth. Um, Pythag wins twelve point six, so even outperformed a twelve point six Pythag win. Are you kidding me? Again, very good season for the Eagles. Uh, for me, the big takeaways uh, f- is it's it's crazy for me that people out there are still doubting Jalen Hurts, a guy who's improved every year as a quarterback, as a passer. Really, I mean, again, if you're concerned. As an Eagles fan or as a better of okay, hey, this is a letdown opportunity. Yep. Um, coming off a Super Bowl loss. We saw the Bengals after their Super Bowl loss come back, still hit their over on the wind total. Why'd they do that? Because they have a dog at the quarterback position, aka Joey B, aka Joe Burrow. And I think the Eagles, I mean, again, Jalen Hurts, 16-2 as a starter. Um when he started, yes. When he started, he did miss two games. Uh, at the Cowboys and uh, against the uh, New Orleans Saints, Gardner Minshew lost both those games. Um, he only trailed at the half twice all year. Yeah, as well. and I mean, again, that just kind of leads you to their dominance. Like they didn't have to do a bunch of stuff in the second half. I mean, look at the advanced metrics; that trails off in the third and fourth quarter, not because they weren't playing well, but because they they took the foot off the gas and they they sat on the ball. Starting with the Lions game in 2021, A.K.A. the Flowers speech from Nick Sirianni mm. uh, where he's, he was saying we have to play at the seeds and their blossoms and flowers. He got killed by the Eagles media. They were calling him Harry high school. They were completely out on him. I wasn't completely out on him. I was <laughs> disappointed in the Raiders performance, but the since 2021 the eagles have had a 10 point lead in 81% of their games since that very uh flower speech they they were dominant uh, again you can say some of it was the schedule but they had the best record in the NFL against teams with a winning record so they also they played very well against teams with winning records um dominated the division and you know i it's i, I guess you could say hey um you know they had plus eight turnover differential. Maybe that regressed What was that
1: record versus winning teams? What was it? W- was it the best record by percentage because they were three and O? Oh? What? I I I think I think that might be a fun gimmick that they've they've determined there where they only played a handful of games against those teams, and it's they're probably a hundred percent. I'm guessing, um, not counting the the no, Chiefs, no. obviously.
0: No, I mean, I can, I can walk you through it, Ryan. This is, this'll be a fun exercise for yeah, the audience. Not. Detroit lions. Okay. That's one uh, finished with a winning record. Minnesota Vikings finished with a winning record. Now commanders finished eight, eight and one. So I don't know how not you a want a winning to record. That okay. Jacksonville Jaguars finished with a winning record. Uh, Arizona Cardinals did not, but they got the win. Dallas Cowboys finished with the winning record. Pittsburgh Steelers finished with the winning record. Houston Texans did not. Uh, they lost to the commanders. Uh, they beat the Colts, who did not finish with a winning record. Um, Green Bay Packers did not finish with a winning record. Titans didn't. New York Giants uh, finished with a winning record. Another win there. Chicago Bears uh, did not finish with a winning record. They lost to the Cowboys, lost to the Saints, and then won against the Giants, then won against the Giants, then won against the 49ers, lost against the Chiefs. So they had a number of wins with teams with a winning record. Hmm. I don't know where you got fun. Fun fact.
1: It was just a troll job. Fun fact. Only two. uh, If you exclude the playoffs, only two of those teams finished in the top 10 in DVOA. I I would also say, so here's my regression list. I thought I figured it wouldn't be productive to come after Jalen hurts. No dog, because because of what you said, he continues to progress and he's an absolute dog. And, and part of the thesis as to why I think Anthony Richardson is going to absolutely suck. Even though people are just all the way up. Shane Steichen, Yep, it's ass. All right, so last year you mentioned it easiest schedule according to DVOA, they were the second biggest overperformer due to Pythag, which that that seems like maybe we take. I don't know
0: how do you get that though, because because the the oh Pythag was eleven point eight and they won fourteen games. Yeah,
1: that's that's a massive overperformance. Uh, like you said, uh, we already mentioned the easiest, the easy schedule. And only a couple but teams you, in the top ten in away <laughs> seven and but like one.
0: all those teams I kn- I, kn- no, it, I said there were
1: playoff teams, and a lot of those were uh, teams that you have called fraudulent uh, or teams barely above five hundred. Lions, Steelers, Giants, Vikings. Uh, I mean, w- seven who do you and want one, them to be seven and one in one score games. They have to play their schedule. I agree. Uh, they had the third fewest adjusted games. All right,
0: right. seven and one in one score games. That's a TMZ stat. A
1: little bit, you're right. Because some of these are backdooring the one score Yeah,
0: I mean, like the Lions, they were in control of that game, and yeah, they they technically won by three points, but there was never a doubt in that game. The Jaguars, yeah, technically they they won 29 21, but they fucking dominated and and yet here it is on my list. Third. Texans, yeah. I mean, I I get it. I get it. The Colts game, the Colts game, you could argue, they played really poorly in that game. and uh, you know, but they, pulled out, sh- they pull out the win.
1: I would say that's the game that really stands out when you're reviewing the season last year, it's if like, you're looking well, at, how did this <laughs> happen?
0: Well, and, and even the bears game, they won 25, 20, but again, the bears are never winning that game. 3rd uh, fewest 22, 16. They were always going
1: to win that. third, game. fewest uh, adjusted games lost due to injuries and almost no significant injuries on the defensive line out outside of um, one of the what Barnett. Is, is they lost one of their D linemen. Yes. Uh,
0: he blew out only his needed
1: to use six starters on the offensive line all year. That was uh fourth fewest in the league. Uh, according to one of these nerd outlets, Sirianni finished uh, first in win probability over expected. I mean, I, I, I see how you could potentially hypothesize this. This means That's he's a pl- positive though. He's a plus EV decision maker. Yes but he's a plus ev decision maker who just lost his two generals <laughs> well, and one, i one. would i would argue that any generally uh, when you finish over expected in a single year you would say like there's no there's no judgment to say this is going to continue and it could be a, a moment of bearing, okay, so, but I so, will say so, he, he generally made good decisions.
0: Okay, uh, just real quick there. One Shane Steichen w- was obviously calling um, the plays, yes, and so I think that uh, you know, I think losing for the Shane whole Steichen- season, um,
1: because I thought there was a little play calling drama at some point. Didn't Sirianni call no, that the was, plays? That, that was, was last, last year, year. Okay. yeah, yeah, uh.
0: I think, I mean, honestly, what the analytics, all these analytics, the reason he was, he's plus EV and all the analytics love him is because on third and one and fourth and one and first and goal, Jalen hurts is unstoppable at that QB sneak. The, the NFL was considering changing the rule. They haven't, I expect that play to still be super efficient coming back this year. So again, his numbers are padded. I can't wait to
1: see what someone tries to stop it though.
0: Okay. Well, why wouldn't they try to stop it last year?
1: Well, I mean, we see this all the time, Sean. Uh, Stuff stuff happens in season, but it's it's like it's like working on your golf swing on the course. The real stuff happens at the range in the off season. I I get what you're saying, especially with defensive schematic stuff, because now the defensive coordinators have an idea of I need to stop this. So now they can go scour high school and college football to find someone that is stopping it and copy them.
0: Okay. I would say that for normal scheme stuff, this is a, just a very basic, simple play of you have a quarterback who can squat 600 pounds, a guy who can squat to the point where the barbell is snapping in half. And you have a very good okay, offensive that, I mean, line.
1: That's that's a ridiculous statement.
0: Yeah, have you seen the barbell? It's, it's, he's not stand- it's, for his it's life, obviously,
1: right. it's obviously certified to hold that much weight. He wouldn't be that stupid. <laughs>
0: No, I, I get it. Nor I like if you're talking about Chip Kelly's offense, teams figuring that out, the Wildcats, stuff like that. I think it's tough to scheme up. And some of this is is protected by the NFL. Like they won't let you like have a guy leap over the line or or do crazy uh, shit. Like I
1: wonder that. how many defensive court I wonder how many division rivals, teams that play the Eagles. I mean, we played the sent, Giants three
0: times. Sent, they didn't come close to figuring the point.
1: Sent, sent tape uh I, I I wouldn't be surprised if defensive coordinators sent tape to the league office, pointing out that this might be some sort of illegal cut block. That—that's—that's that's all I'll say. I mean, I, whether no. or not it's true, I don't know. But maybe no, maybe, you're a lot,
0: you're you're fine on the interior there.
1: Maybe it gets officiated differently. I don't know. No.
0: There's nothing they're they reviewed the play and they're not changing the rule. Oh, I know right.
1: they're not changing the rule. I'm just okay. saying maybe they officiate the way the block uh,
0: maybe there's a way to stop it but I but have uh, not But I'm
1: also not looking at it as this completely unstoppable transformative play. It, it it's it's most teams should be doing this. It's not that crazy. But why aren't they? Uh, well, I don't know why more teams right. aren't aren't running a QB sneak on fourth down. Tom Brady did it his whole career and it was successful and he didn't squat 600 pounds. And so I think making that decision, if that's the only thing that made him a smart coach, uh, that that's probably a little loosey goosey for no, me, I think but hes a, not, I think
0: he's a smart coach, but I think if you're the, the, as far as like the analytics will reward you, if you go for it on fourth and one and stuff like that. And and, and here's non QB stinks. They were good on fourth down because they have a good mm-hmm. offensive line yes. and they have an efficient quarterback
1: because they have a good offensive line. And the last thing I would say is that the Eagles in my regression list is that the Eagles, this was actually somewhat surprising. The Eagles offensive line was the most penalized in the NFL. And sure. When you're, when you're dominating, I guess it, it doesn't hurt as much to, to, you know, hurt yourself like that. But that was surprising considering how good, like they're viewed by everybody. I mean, they're rated as the top offensive line by PFF. And yet they were the most penalized last year that it just it stood out to me as something that maybe uh, I would throw in the regression list and it could, it could, uh, oh, spurt. so
0: that they're going to have less penalties then. Cause that's an outlier.
1: No, that the penalties will actually hurt them. Oh, okay. Like it, it didn't hurt them because of how they were playing in most of these well, games. Well, you could
0: argue that having the most penalties in the league for that offensive line for a Jeff Salen coached offensive line. One of acknowledge one of the best offensive line coaches in the league that would probably regress down and they probably mm-hmm. won't lead the league in, um, penalties I, again, the offensive line health for the Eagles knock on wood is, is certainly important. I, you could say that for a lot of teams. I think they do every have,
1: team that like every super bowl team every year.
0: Yeah. Basically. I, I think I think the Eagles are in a decent situation because two years ago, uh, they did deal with a bunch of offensive line injuries. They got a bunch of good looks um, and experience from their guys behind them. They brought in Dennis Kelly. They have like a decent depth, I think, behind the offensive line. Now, yeah, Jordan, but it's the same
1: problem. Like you lose one of those tackles, and you're probably. Yeah, I, in trouble. I mean,
0: you look at Lane Johnson. The splits with and without Lane Johnson, it's pretty stark. Do I think they could still win games without Lane Johnson? Sure, but, but having most teams. Him, also. Having him having an all pro right tackle helps you win a ton of games, one hundred percent. So if if he if he, you know, if if God forbid Lane Johnson gets hurt or I you know, and Jordan Milata has had his moments where he struggled a little bit. I you know, Jason Kelsey's getting up there. You can you can pick nits at the offensive line. Who's
1: filling it, well I guess we can get to the changes, but who's who's sliding into that guard spot? I, I mean, I'm not as plugged into the Eagles as you. But uh, any chance they get the rookie at the the center and waiting into the guard spot? Yeah, I mean spot? Cam, Jer- it's Cam. It's Cam. Jurgen
0: It's Cam Jurgens' job to lose right now. Um mm-hmm. So and by all accounts, he's been playing pretty well in the joint practices, and yeah, optimistic he'll be able to. uh I mean, you yeah, know, they drafted him pretty high. I, th- I'm, I'm. Optimistic Stout is going to be able to coach him up. You got Jason Kelsey right next to you, and Cam and Lane Johnson to your right. So you're in a good spot as a guard. All right. No, I mean, it, as far as that's reasons, all I got from last As year. far as reasons to be concerned about the Eagles, obviously injuries are always a concern. Uh, I think losing Shane Sykes and your offensive play caller. Could be a concern. I think the fact that they, Could be. they promoted within uh, Brian Johnson, a guy who was the quarterback coach last year, a guy who was in on all the offensive planning, a guy who's known Jalen Hurts since he was a child. Huh. I think you couldn't ask friends for, and family. Huh? You couldn't ask for and knows how to push Jalen Hurts. Uh, you couldn't ask for a better situation as far as promoting within. Uh, I don't think they're going to miss uh, Jonathan Gannon. I think he left a lot of meat on the bone. I think losing back to back
1: top 10 defenses.
0: Yeah. But I think, I think a lot of that is talent. And we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, Desai doesn't know how to coach defense and they completely fall apart. I think, how deep
1: have you gone on him? What do you mean? uh, Well, I mean, he didn't, he doesn't strike me as a Philly guy. And I'm, I'm honestly quite confused because he's, they're both Fangio guys. Yeah. He runs a similar scheme. Uh, like, why, why are we excited about him when we hated Gannon? Vic Fangio even said like he liked it so much there had, there not like what had things gone differently. Maybe he stays and is the coordinator and he's not a high pressure, creative guy. He runs the same shit every play. So I guess I've heard a lot of you Eagle fans say that you're excited about this guy. But when I look into him, he's a fucking weirdo PhD. Every <laughs> stop he goes to more school. Kay. He doesn't strike me as a Philly guy. Uh, how often do we hear brilliant guy turn into fucking a uh, horrible football guy?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, again, uh, Desai is a bit of an unknown, and and certainly that could be a negative.
1: Unknown twenty twenty second points per game when he uh, actually called the plays for the Bears. That's not very good, even though he was sixth in yardage. But twenty twenty two twenty fifth in points per game and twenty sixth in yards for the Seattle defense that we you lambasted at times last year. As being just absolute Swiss cheese.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, the the positive on Desai is you're coming into a great situation. You have a you're on the o- other side of the ball. You have an offense that's not going to turn it over a ton, um, and you have a very good defensive line um, that should be able to pressure the quarterback and and slow down the run and and put you in good situations. So, I think there's a lot of talent on that defensive side of the ball. If Desai can't get it done. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that's a concern, and yeah, you're right. It is. I was it surprised. Is
1: I was very surprised to find all that out. And uh, funny enough, you know, he played high school football with Dan Orlovsky.
0: Oh, I mean,
1: that that's got to be that's great. <laughs> it's
0: great for locker room. Random note. Uh, I mean, uh, again, again, I, I went it, deep, Sean. The uh, Jalen Carter. If you've um, if you've been watching any of the. Uh, any of the like training camp stuff is just beasting guys left and right. I think he's a you know day one impact defensive tackle. So him, Fletcher Cox, and then you have Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Hassan Reddick kind of rotating on the outside. I feel really good about that. Now, linebacker, N'Kobe Dean's been banged up. Um, you know, we don't necessarily know what you're gonna get out of N'Kobe Dean. Uh, That's why they signed miles, Jack, Zach Cunningham, some vets. But again, the Eagles have never valued the Linebacker position as far as draft capital or money. So, not shocking they haven't dumped a ton into it. On the back end, James Bradbury, Darius Slay, Avante Maddox, your three corners uh, there. I mean, Reed Blankenship, I know I was worried about him safety wise. Dude, he's having an amazing camp. I mean, in the joint <laughs> practices with Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns, he had three interceptions in two days on Deshaun I'm Watson. not touching Deshaun Watson. I thought he was gonna. I honestly thought he was gonna be a bit of a fluke. Um, you know, they drafted this kid, Sidney Brown. They're optimistic about him, but I, and I think they probably, in their mind, thought Sidney Brown would come in and 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 be good enough to be able to maybe start or steal the job from Reed Blankenship. But Reed Blankenship's playing out of his ass right now and hanging on to that job.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think just in terms of other losses or roster changes. Not only did the Eagles lose a defensive back, but the country lost an amazing combination of accent and player with CJ GJ (laughs) leaving the Philadelphia area, going to Detroit, which we maybe maybe that will create a whole new one because Detroit has a little of that, uh, you know, tough to say, uh, those letters all in a row there. CJ
0: GJ had a weird time in Philly, like, he was beloved by the fans, they offered him like a pretty competitive deal. His agents turned it down, and the deal he ended up taking from Detroit was a worse deal. And then happened to all
1: the safeties. We're not talking about it because no no one's standing with them like the running backs. No, but the same thing happened to Julian Love. The reason Julian Love's in Seattle is because he turned down an in season deal with the Giants that was more than he got.
0: Yeah. So, and, and then all of a sudden he turned on the team. He said he hated Philly, hated the fans. Bad I mean, he did have his car stolen. uh, So I can see uh, you wouldn't like that, but I get like the, the fan base loved him. He was a hard hitting safety. He got a bunch of turnovers. I I don't know why it ended on such sour terms. Like they wanted to bring him back. Um, Yeah. Just didn't. I, I don't know. It didn't work out. He went to uh Detroit. He got carted off. They thought it was going to be serious. Not as serious, uh, luckily for him. Not season ending. But um, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that we could be missed. Again, they brought in Terrell Edmonds and uh former hokey. Yeah. Let's, let's little, pull up a little the, bit of
1: a loose cannon. Let's, but
0: let's pull up the uh, off-season changes. Talk through it.
1: I will say I do have one of the, and, and it's relevant because we're, you know, right on the top of the list of key departures is Miles Sanders. I, I, I did want to ask the question. Yeah, we haven't even
0: gotten to the running back situation.
1: Are we, are we downplaying how good Miles Sanders was last year? Because obviously Gainwell and Scott still there, but yep. Swift and Penny have been just serial disappointers to the fit to fan bases and fantasy owners over the past couple years. And you can, you can zoom into both those guys in like certain ways and say, awesome pro bowler. But I I, I mean, miles Sanders was a dog. Miles Sanders got it done last year. And I, in a way that neither one of these guys has ever gotten it done. So uh, sh- sure. I, I can Jalen hurts, carry the team with his arm again, without a bell cow back. Maybe but if swift and penny are just the same guy that we've been getting for the past couple of years, I, I I feel like it's a fair question to ask, especially for a team that seems to rely on the the physicality and the running game.
0: Yeah. So I'll counter with this Um, miles Sanders while he will be missed. um, I think, I think you can replace miles Sanders production with the combination of Deandre Swift and Rashad Penny and still be at a pretty decent spot again, like Deandre Swift, Rashad Penny I don't think they've ever run behind an offensive line like this. And again, why did Miles Sanders succeed so much last year? I think it was because Jalen hurts improved as a passer and put defenses in a spot that created favorable boxes for miles Sanders. I mean, one miles Sanders had to stay healthy. He did that, but again, and yeah, obviously Deandre Swift and Rashad penny, it's mostly been injuries that have, uh, that have derailed their
1: season. Swift is soft too. Like,
0: okay and but again, but again I think between the two of them and maybe an increased role in Kenny Gainwell I think you can get to where you got with Miles Sanders again the Eagles have never historically valued running backs that's why they don't draft him in the first round that's why they don't give him a second contract it's just kind of how they do things and yeah I, I'm I'm not worried about the running game falling off a cliff. I'm mean, again like Boston Scott's been productive in this offense. Is it because Boston Scott is the most awesome running back in the world? No, it's because he knows how to succeed in the system. And I think you know between Swift, Penny, Gainwell, and Scott, they're going to have a decent running game.
1: Yeah, I, Swift. the knock on Swift is he doesn't know how to read the offensive line. So maybe the the quality won't. Well, be.
0: I think I think if you have bigger, I mean, bigger Detroit holes, has a pretty
1: good offensive line. That's tr- so.
0: okay. But I, again. I like what I saw to DeAndre Swift in the first preseason game. It's completely early. I love the fact they didn't pay either of them any sort of real money. I mean, I don't it's not gonna happen, but they could cut Rashad Penny and they wouldn't owe it wouldn't be a big deal. Uh, the Trey Sermon hype, you can just you can check that. I don't think he's gonna make the roster. If he does, it'll be like a practice squad thing. I don't think he's going Well he you're out make on the, Trey Sermon? I was never in on Trey sermon. I people have been trying to pump up narratives for Trey sermon. He's not going to be a thing again. Are we sure? 100% if you're playing best ball, I still think Kenny Gainwell is interesting. Although he's gotten an insane like ADP boost where like they think he's going to be the miles Sanders. I'm not saying that at all. I think actually what I would do is if you're drafting this week, actually like Ryan is, he's going to be drafting for 24 hours straight too much. I think yes. For draft day, uh, helping out the, I am able foundation. Great work by him and Andrew. I would say this. I would actually probably draft Deandre Swift right now because his ADP has dropped. Kenny Gainwell's has skyrocketed. Oh yeah. I think. You know, when we were first starting doing the drafts, Ryan, we were getting Kenny Gainwell. like he was undrafted. In some round. It, it was crazy. So I don't think Kenny, I don't think any of these running backs is going to have the miles Sanders role. Um, And I think we'll see this in the next preseason game that I wouldn't be shocked if Kenny Gainwell starts and and has some snaps. They rest DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny, and then the ADPs kind of flip themselves. So I, I think you have an opportunity to get ahead of the market.
1: There. When was the last time a National Football League team lost both coordinators?
0: Uh, I would have to say the San Francisco 49ers, and they came back and still had a pretty good year, if I recall.
1: 2013 Cincinnati Bengals, when they mm. lost Jay Gruden and Mike Zimmer, which. Funny to think about both those guys no longer coaching. Uh, Jay
0: Jay Gruden's doing a a show on
1: Twitch with his son. (laughs) I mean, he's crushing it. Uh, So following year, they went ten five and one, uh, still made the playoffs, second place in the AFC North under Marvin Lewis, and lost in the wild card round, like they did for five straight years. What a streak!
0: Well, again, I think that again, I think that's more indicative. Tells you nothing.
1: I just wanted to bring it up.
0: Yeah, it's a fun nugget.
1: A last question before we get to the schedule. You mentioned early on the Burrow nugget, but Burrow and the Bengals team were only one of three Super Bowl losers out of the last eight that went over yeah. their win total. So we gotta ask because we've asked Chiefs fans before, but can the water in
0: Philly <laughs> cure hangovers? You said it wrong. The water can cure hangovers for sure. I mean sure. I am from
1: Jersey. I do say some things funny, but water <laughs> isn't one of them.
0: Uh yeah, I mean again, I would be more nervous about this season and about, about bouncing back. uh, If it wasn't for Jalen hurts, like the fact that he has him walking through the chief's confetti on his lock screen. Is that a good thing? Or is
1: that loser mentality?
0: Oh, that's a hundred percent dog mentality.
1: So when something bad happens to you, you make it your phone background.
0: I mean I, I see I would probably be using similar logic to shit on yeah. uh, the giants if they got Like to remember the that time
1: we went to that haunted house and we saw Dick? <laughs> I didn't make that my phone lock screen.
0: Right? That is a disgusting act. Yeah, well, right. You were <laughs> that. Well, you should you should make it your lock screen because it was one of your greatest predictions of all time. It's <laughs> my mean, greatest time. I've been I've been hosting the show with you since 2011. You've hit on a bunch of winners, but that had to be the oh. all time greatest uh, cash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was definitely a ten thousand. No, dude. I
0: again, like I I have no question about motivation okay. and okay. focus with Jalen Hurts. I mean, again, like you've seen it every year in his college career at massive programs, when he came in, when they drafted him so, and guys like me were saying like, what the fuck are you drafting him for? Carson Wentz is the man. Did he, did he flinch? No, came in there, worked his ass off, intimidated Carson Wentz to the point that uh, he's submarine. Carson Wentz a season that's got him not out. A
1: lot. Well, as it turns out, it's not that crazy that he got alpha dogged. Uh, uh,
0: Yeah, in hindsight, (laughs) certainly, but they had paid Carson Wentz a hundred million dollars. Jalen hurts. Didn't flinch played hard uh, in in their games as a rookie, got a lot better in his first year as a starter and then made a bigger leap uh, this next year. I, I know it's crazy to say, but I think he can even improve more as a passer this season. Like I don't, I don't think he's quite hit his ceiling, which for the rest of the NFL is a fucking scary proposition.
1: All right, so you're not at all worried that he's got a family friend coaching him now?
0: <laughs> no, because the family friend knows how hard he likes to be coached.
1: Has he called plays before?
0: Brian Johnson? No, mm. but again, neither had Shane Steichen.
1: So when does Sirianni take play calling duties back over?
0: I don't know if he does. I mean, again, I'm sure if it's a complete disaster, maybe he steps in. But again, he. Brian Johnson was in there. He was game planning with the guys. Quote, I mean, they have like eight guys game planning. Quote, and my, they lost one of them.
1: Quote, my comfort level with calling plays is very, very comfortable. <laughs> it's a great
0: quote. Yeah, I mean, it's a football guy thing, right? Like Shane Segan had never called plays before last year. Did a damn good job calling plays because he knows Jalen Hurts. He knows his game. And again, you have a guy like AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. It makes it way easier to call plays when those guys, one, AJ Brown is just one of the toughest guards in the NFL. And Devonta Smith is, a, you know, just crisp as hell route runner. Jalen,
1: so the connections go way back. This is nepotism at its finest. Yeah. Did you know Brian Johnson played football for Jalen Hurts' father? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Uh, why did he not why did Jalen Hurts not go play for Brian Johnson? You think there's any drama there? He recruited him to Mississippi State. Turned him down for some reason. Because he wanted to go play at a bigger program. Got it. Last concern about Brian Johnson, who, by the way, was on the NCAA uh, football 10 game. A fun fact. Yeah, there were three other people on the covers that year Michael Crabtree, Brian Arakpo, and Mark Sanchez. Fun fact. He, mm. Uh yeah, Utah quarterback. All right. So here's the fun fact. And here's the thing that I, I don't know. Maybe the Eagles media is is not sharing with you, but you don't have any concerns with the man who coached Dak, sorry, Rain Dakota Prescott for <laughs> three years in college. Uh, He's now gr- in Philadelphia. He was great in college. Hands all over. Hands
0: he all was, over
1: Jalen Hurts.
0: He was great in college. He, then he became a professional lines. and lost oh, his way, well. Ryan that's the narrative. Yep. I Obviously there are concerns. It's the national football league. It's the NFL. Anything can happen, but where we stand right now. Okay. Fucking optimistic. Got it. Also
1: coached gold jacket guy, Kyle Pitts in Florida.
0: Yeah. He was really good at Florida. Great point, Ryan. Oh, football season is here. My favorite part about football season going out to Las Vegas. Hanging out at Circa, signing up for their contest, just knowing that I got a chance to win millions of dollars. $14 million guaranteed. Doesn't matter how many people sign up, they're giving away $14 million, no rake. Every dollar they take in goes back to the player, trying, and three to two blackjack. I mean, come on. All these fucking Jabrones, six to five blackjack, not Derek. Business of blackjack. I always want to steal his Twitter profile, but I would never do it. I'm just gonna try and steal his money via the Circa Millions contest and the Circuit Survivor. We're gonna be out there in Las Vegas, August 24th through the 26th. Come say hi, shake our hands, wish Ryan a happy birthday. He said he'll do a birthday shot, only if you ask and only if you're on the Patreon. CircuitSports.com for all the ways to win. Enter in Nevada. Play from anywhere.
1: I'll also be giving out uh, week one contest, consults in draft day, free, free, every hour I'll auction one off. (laughs) I'll make your week one picks for you.
0: So good. So good.
1: So I guess we're going to talk about the schedule you've uh, wow. I went way too deep on the uh, coordinators by the way. Oh, I just I. Oh, he I, didn't
0: even give out the odds. Win totals uh, set at and eleven and a half. Jesus, oh. Make play, make playoffs minus five hundred. Miss playoffs plus four hundred. Division minus one thirty five. Conference plus two fifty. Uh, Super Bowl plus six fifty. P- plus two fifty. That's a seven point dog. <laughs> what are we doing? That is insane. Um, no, no,
1: thank you. Not no value there uh, for my Her, eyes. I,
0: am I crazy when we did our way too early NFL win totals? Wasn't it at 10 and ten and a half? You know that's why I pull that. That's why you have the up. spreadsheets. And again, that's what, what's great about the access to Patreon. Yep, is you get access to all of Kramer's spreadsheets, even even his personal financial spreadsheets, whatever you want access uh, to.
1: Yeah, I'll uh yeah, whatever you need, you let <laughs> Kramer, me know. Kramer will it. All right, what what was your question? We were looking at the way uh, too
0: early NFL win totals. Yeah, let's see.
1: I, I did we not write? Is it possible we didn't write that down? That's
0: impossible. no, no. It's it's in there somewhere.
1: I don't know can't find. But uh no, I think you're right. I think I think the, if your if your question is where the Eagles bet up, I think they were. Okay. Uh I think the Eagles were bet up and I think the Bills were bet down maybe. But yeah, I mean, I I I certainly think the odds. I mean, when we started this process, the Niners were the favorites at like 3 to 1 mm. in the NFC. Mm. So
0: I think the Eagles opened somewhere around plus 380. I think I'm looking at it here, Ryan, mm. and I'm seeing, let's see. Yeah, 10 and a half. Okay, yeah, cuz it, but it was the juice was minus 150. You were on the over 10 and a half. We'll see if things have changed uh, since then. Our locks, Ryan, on the way too early wind totals. Can you remember any of your locks from there?
1: Uh no, I although no, I Carolina and Indy maybe.
0: Uh, We both had Steelers over eight and a half, Saints under nine and a half. Oh yeah, Bills. I had Bills over ten and a half, Detroit under nine and a half. You also had Detroit under nine and a half. You had Miami over nine and a half. Oh yeah,
1: you know I like Miami. (laughs) Really? We didn't have okay. Didn't have the fate of the rookies.
0: Right? Strange. We both like Tennessee over seven and a half. Of course, that's just.
1: (laughs) I think we have to start watching the game tape on ourselves. (laughs) We have some very uh, clear. All right. Should we do schedule?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Uh, you nailed it with the easiest last year. Just real quick. Nothing crazy this year, but it is average. So there will be a big step up. And as we walk through the first couple of weeks, you'll notice uh, not exactly the toughest collection of teams, although uh, visibly does look tougher than I think it's going to sound at Patriots Vikings on Thursday night, football at home. Co- Kirk cousins on the road in prime time. No, thank you at Tampa on Monday night football so they won't even get too hot down there on the sideline and then you got nice the com- cool then you got the uh, Commanders aka uh, by then they'll be called the Redskins so I
0: uh, it's a Native American group that's petitioning for the Redskins it's uh, I mean it's peak 2023 you, I mean you always have to
1: double click nowadays but uh things <laughs> things are often not what they seem but I yeah I, I would say here what what the Eagles do in the division last year? They they split with the the Redskins, right? They always split with the Commanders. I forgot that they're saying no, Redskins we were, gets a one star. We
0: were uh, four and two.
1: They split with the Redskins or the, uh, the split commanders. with
0: the split with the Commanders and then like split with the Cowboys.
1: Because what's more offensive, saying San Diego in front of Chargers or calling <laughs> them the Redskins? Yeah, they split. Yeah, I I think they they were
0: four and two in the division.
1: Yeah, they split with the Commanders last year.
0: Yes, I was saying split with the Commanders and the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, so I, I, which game do they lose? I don't think they lose a game here.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, all right. So the obviously a non-conference road spot week one is always against a Bill Belichick team. You got, you got to have your A game. Um, Thursday, Commanders. That's the tricky one. Thursday night at home, I just don't see losing to Kirk Cousins in prime time. Bucks, again, I think the Bucks will be friskier, but. Again, they they they'll have a nice little mini buy. Not that you need it really early in the season, and Commanders at home. I think it'll be a little bit closer, but I think they're gonna have a chip on their shoulder from losing that game again. That was the only regular season game um, Jalen Hurts lost last year. I think he's gonna be fired up.
1: That'll be a real test for the uh, newly minted right guard. Interior defensive line is strength of the the commanders. And who knows? Maybe Chase Young will be into football this year. I yeah. That, that story's weird. So you're gonna say three and one? Or are you saying four and oh?
0: I want to be conservative, but it's I'm gonna have to go four and oh. Conservatively four and oh. Ryan, what are you giving them?
1: Uh yeah, I I'll I'll also go four and oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next. Five, uh, next four, we have a back-to-back road situation, coast to coast, at Rams, at Jets, Dolphins at home on Sunday Night Football, and at Commanders. I will continue the split for the Commanders. So this time, that's going to be a loss. Uh, they're they're obviously going to have a shitload of people in oh, attendance.
0: Game time, baby! Get your tickets now.
1: At the Rams. Promo code game.
0: SGPN.
1: So as I look at the schedule, I think we will be talking about Eagles to start five and O. Oh. oh yeah. yeah well I you're mean, high on the Rams, so I don't I maybe you have them no, losing I'm, that game. I think the Jets game is definitely a game where you say, and I don't think I mentioned it, but the Eagles are uh they are not advantaged with rest. They only have one rest advantage, five disadvantages. So I do think the Jets is a situation where Jets are coming off a game in Denver, heading into the bye, catching the Eagles there. I I think the Eagles. I mean, again, you're still you're still coming back cross country. Well, we're assuming they're five and zero, oh, so they're feeling good. That spread's probably going to balloon all the no, way I mean, uh Another team with a tough defensive front, and I think if you're if you're gonna if there's going to be a weakness on this team. It has to be the new guy.
0: So I would, I would say of those two games, Jets and Dolphins, I would, I would kind of almost be more nervous about the Dolphins because of the top. I mean, I granted it was two years ago, but Tyreek Hill ate our fucking lunch, and I get it. We have better corners, but they're also aging. I mean, Bradbury, Bradbury doesn't
1: do well with speed.
0: Yeah, Bradbury and Slay, I think you can beat with elite speed, which Tyreek Hill has. The Jets game, um, so does Waddle. The Je- yeah, that's. Uh, um, waddle in and Hill I think super fast and I think the weakness could be speed. The Jets game I would be slightly optimistic because I like Hassan Reddick versus McKay Beckton if mm, he's still playing. I like fair. I think they can attack the tackles and they played Aaron Rodgers really well last time and beat the shit out of him. I I'm going to go 3 and 1 but I I could see 2 and 2. I'll go 2 and 2. If you're a cynical hater
1: I'm not being cynical. I'm splitting the Commanders games and I I do think to your point as someone who Bradbury again on the I Giants think, for a they while, I think lose
0: Dolphins and you're, Bradbury
1: again. struggles, like, like you said, against guys with really top end speed, and so I guess that would be the the game you'd circle. All right, come, uh, Cowboys before the bye week, week nine, and then you have coming off the bye week. This is the stretch, and I guess you can kind of include the Cowboys in this Do you, but, if you're
0: a Cowboys fan. Sure.
1: Again, did they split with the Cowboys last year? Yes, do they split with the Cowboys most times?
0: Uh, Usually, again, part of that was Gardner Minshew.
1: So, Cowboys bye week. Then you have the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners, and at Cowboys. That this is a really difficult stretch, for sure. And I, I I gave you five games. So stop with the Niners. So Cowboys by at Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Bills and Niners both at home.
0: So again, I think the and I, I graded it as, as a win in the bills preview, just to piss off Adam. But I do think that bill's game might be their hardest game of the year because it's a short week, non-conference opponent. You are at home, which is huge, Yeah, but I think that's going to be really tough and they're going to be rock hard for that 49ers game. Like the, the 49ers, I would never say it's as important as the Cowboys cuz obviously it's a division game in the history but as far as the players and the fan base like we fucking hate the 49ers right now. Uh, I'm going to say Yeah, I'll say two and two here. I think I think the Bills game is tough. Um, I think we get the win against the 49ers and then yeah, I don't know. At Chiefs Arrowhead Monday night is going to be tough. I'll be kind of conservative and knock them down to two and two.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, they'll win. I'll give them the Cowboys home win, and then, actually, you know what?
0: I'll go three and one, because I'm gonna, uh, yeah, three and one.
1: So you have them beating the Bills or the Chiefs?
0: I think, I think actually, the Chiefs coming off, they're coming off the buy. So are the
1: Chiefs. Chiefs?
0: Yeah, that's Andy gonna Reed's be tough. Andy off the buy. Three and one. Three and one.
1: Yeah, I think they dropped those two games there. And we're talking about how weak the conference, the NFC conference is after the Eagles fail to beat the top two teams in the AFC. I'll go two and two again, though. I do think that the Niners are going to be so, but like just so squeezed up for this game. Right? All right. Then you have, yeah, at- but weird,
0: weird squat. Brock, ske- Brock Purdy on the road?
1: We, sure. Come on. Weird scheduling quirk: Both the uh, Cowboys and Seahawks, or uh, the Niners and Cowboys, play the Seahawks the week before. Uh, they play the Eagles. All right, final five: at Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, at Seahawks. N- never good to have the second of a back-to-back road trip in Seattle. We know that uh, historically is is generally uh, pretty bad uh, since 2019 and 28 ATS, Sean. So th- 10 and 38 straight up. Uh, and then you have giants on Christmas cardinals at home. At who knows? Will be start? It Ky- could be Kyler. Kyler could be back. <laughs> and then imagine Kyler wanting to play a game in the cold when uh call of duty is sitting there uh, on his warm, uh, in his warm apartment. And then at giants at home, that game probably won't matter. So, uh, I'll, you know, what? I'll just go with a split in the full division uh, just to be conservative. Uh, look three road games, three losses. Wow. Two and three.
0: Okay, two and three. Even the hater Ryan uh, got him to ten and seven. I can go. Uh, I, I mean, again, I think that Seahawks game is going to be super tough. Um, we don't lose to the Giants, so the, I mean, Giants and Cardinals at home, and then at Giants. Oh, thank you, thank you, Roger Goddell. That is a great way to end the regular season. The two road games. That was obviously- very
1: offensive. What are you <laughs> making fun of Italian Americans again? <laughs>
0: two road games are going to be super tough cuz again the the second road game we had that nugget earlier but the second road game in seattle is always just a brutal spot i'll go conservatively 3 and 2 here so what what's that where are you where are you landing 13 and 4 13 and 4 I feel is oh that's
1: uh, uh, look at you That's almost conservative
0: yeah well i mean what did i had i had the eagles 12 and 5 last year um I I like them obviously over eleven and a half wins. But again, I think if you're playing uh, uh do you,
1: is that the best way to play
0: it? No. T- take Philly division uh, at whatever, minus one hundred thirty five, um, you know, whatever whatever that price is. That is that what it's up
1: to? Again, when we started the process, I feel like they it was pl- like even
0: money. They were plus like one ten. So again, we're going with the odds we have now. But again, love them to win the division. Why don't we toss in the conference here? Okay.
1: Well, you want you want the perfection odds? Thirty-five to one. Wow. Thirty-five is, to that's one. That's a horrible bet. Now that's you want really you want to lose a
0: regular bet. season game so you can uh, Eagles to start five and zero, Ryan. If you can if you can pull that one up, uh, I got it. Obviously, right here. I'm going to toss in a little Super Bowl action. Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Wow,
1: you're very confident. Eagles to start five and 0, oh, plus three eighty. Five team parlay <laughs> plus three eighty. I'll pass. Well, I mean,
0: they're I mean, they're favored in every game. So you're not going to get Last injured.
1: undefeated team is plus uh seven fifty.
0: Okay. I actually I you know so maybe
1: you play it that way instead. Yep. That's much much better odds.
0: I mean, they were last they were probably the last undefeated team last year. Well, right?
1: if you could bring the schedule back, I, I will say that. If you look at it now, like after we walk through Well, it, and they
0: also have that buy. So if they can get to the Chiefs in week eleven,
1: bias aside, I think they would win that, right? The schedule starts easier
0: than it ends. Oh yeah. Well, I, just, I the, mean, so it, it starts pretty manageable and then ends those last three games very manageable. I think obviously that week nine, where you start Cowboys at Cheese Bills, 49ers at Cowboys at Seahawks, that's a tough six game stretch. Yes. But
1: and I even throw the if you can bookend if this you can, Commanders team is it gives gives you guys trouble. It's whatever the, it's the NFC East. It's always going to be. But it's 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 the defense that gives the the defensive
0: line that gives gives them trouble. Shout out to DraftKings. This is one of my favorite props. Oh no. Um, I'm gonna play both these guys. Okay. The, so they do these. Um, you gotta
1: tell it's a podcast. You have to. They're not. They I, don't see your screen right now. I'm just, Sean's I'm just so excited.
0: Theory. Ryan, okay. NFC's most regular season rushing yards. H- how would you price this market?
1: Uh well, I would say that it, depending on how you feel, Pollard is an obvious, like based on fantasy value, Pollard and Barkley are probably in a healthy lead, followed by maybe Brian Robinson, followed by like some collection of Rashad Penny or DeAndre Swift. Jalen Hurts, I guess, is maybe where you're going here. He would, I I think, Jalen Hurts would probably sit somewhere around Brian Robinson.
0: Okay, so uh, Jalen Hurts is seven to one. Brian Robinson's plus five fifty. Tony Pollard plus one sixty. Saquon plus one fifty.
1: Did I not nail that uh, market? Nailed it. it. Jalen Hurts a little longer than I expected.
0: Jalen Hurts, even as a Hurts guy, (laughs) I mean, Uh, I, I don't at seven to one. He wasn't even. He was like. Uh, almost five hundred, five hundred nine yards behind Miles Sanders. Like I get it, he's good. I think he probably runs slightly less. His value is in picking up first downs and getting those touchdowns. goal line touchdowns. Right, octopuses. The things octopus. that you can cash
1: on. Uh, are we going to get an octopus bet for every NFL I game this year? I hope so. God bless you. Cha- challenges out there, books.
0: D- Rashad Penny eighteen to one. Okay, maybe. But dude, DeAndre Swift is forty to one. And then even go down a little bit farther. Swift,
1: yeah, I wouldn't bet Swift. Penny would be the long shot I would play.
0: Uh, Kenny Gainwell, 200 oh, to 1. Okay. Uh, behind that offensive line with the guy, what's the Scott? Give me the Scott odds. Uh, just hit me with them.
1: Three hundred twenty. Oh, no way. Gainwell's much better. Dude, no, Gainwell's
0: yeah. one of the best bets I've seen. I mean, DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. What are they known for? Getting injured and not having and not. I'm serious. Like It's true. It's true. They, the, you, you criticize them and rightly so for not being complete players and not finishing seasons. I mean, Kenny Gainwell's path to be the RB one behind what is by many accounts, the best offensive line in the NFL, Sean,
1: for a team that likes to run the ball. I mean, you're talking to someone who uh, let's just put it this way. I'm going to make sure I'm on. I'm, I am on the clock in a lot of leagues right now, Sean uh, <laughs> draft day, Thursday, noon Pacific. Now, I mean, you're talking to someone when I, when I do the old uh, sort running back tab, underdog exposure, best ball. Twenty three percent, Kenny Gainwell, number two, number two exposure after Mister Barkley,
0: dude. He's he's one of mine. I mean, because he's in
1: the last round. that We I mean, were getting him for free, easy money.
0: Uh, obviously, I like Jalen Hurts MVP at eleven to one, um, defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I I don't even know if you can go Jalen Carter. He's he's seven to one right now.
1: I mean, you gotta. I mean, that that would. I mean, hopefully. He's on the field the entire year.
0: Well, and we haven't even talked about Nolan Smith, who Can also we, yeah. W- which one of these Georgia kids
1: is coming to the league and dominated right away? What do you mean? I, I just like there's this assumption that all these just because they were on a really good defense in college, they're going to play well. N- none of them have to to date played exceptional or even good in the NFL
0: yet, right? Um. Well, who Jordan are we talking Davis. About? Jordan Davis. No, he's okay. not played well. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Nickooby Dean. No, but I don't think he was seen as uh, the same prospect that Jalen Carter was. I mean, Jalen Carter before um, the, the unfortunate accident, he was seen as the, uh, there was discussions. He was going to be like number one pick overall. Yeah. So I think To compare him as a prospect to Jordan Davis and to Kobe Dean, I don't think is fair to the process.
1: More just kind of uh, like the way that y'all celebrated after the draft both times, and it's like we got to see something. Why would
0: I? Why would you not celebrate adding Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith to your defensive line?
1: You like character.
0: Uh, I mean, Nolan Smith's a great character, and Jalen Carter's learned from his mistakes. I mean, what better way? Yeah,
1: Mm, I beg to differ. Fling well, what the, it, fleeing the scene?
0: well again, mm. Ryan. You're literally looking in the rear view, uh, no, which again, no, obviously, it's actually
1: going obviously on Jalen Carter. Right two Car- active lawsuits. Jalen right Carter
0: now. doesn't look in the rear view, Ryan, right. as we learned from the uh, the tragic events ah. on that night. He is looking forward mm. to dominating the NFL again.
1: To fleeing the scene.
0: Not to make. Uh, it was it was an unfortunate accident. He should have been street racing. Was he probably drunk? Yeah, and uh, again, no, he's no. probably gonna. W- he's, it was for whatever reason
1: they didn't test his. They didn't test him for whatever reason. I don't think because
0: I don't think he had any. because well, he left the scene before the cops got there. Right, yeah. which uh, yeah, you can oof, you can uh, you can guess that he was drunk, and yeah, he was. There's
1: even tape on the nine one one call where his, his teammate says, "You you best get the fuck out of here."
0: Oof. Listen, it was a. It really was. A, it's unfortunate those people died street racing. But as far as Jalen Carter, the NFL player, uh, it's it's full steam ahead, Ryan. For now, for now, yeah. Giants first place,
1: <laughs> Eagles second place, Commanders third place, Cowboys fourth place, fifty five to one.
0: No wait, who's winning that? Giants. No, okay. Giants that's first a, that's place, a bad, Eagles second. Plus
1: EV bet. Write this down. Superfecta: Giants, Eagles, Washington. Dallas fifty-five to one. Giants, Eagles. What? Washington. Washington. Dallas, Dallas. Fifty-five to one. Fifty-five to one.
0: All right. I like that. I yeah. mean, I like that you have Dallas last. Obviously, I don't like the Giants winning because I like to give out a. Uh, I like to give out plus EV plays here.
1: I did get a chuckle. I saw our buddy Cleve TA had. Uh, he called Nick Sirianni a plus EV coach, and it just made. He is. <laughs> Makes me think of those uh Twitter touts who put plus BB e better on.
0: <laughs> that is a hilarious uh,
1: bio. Eagles, Giants, Exacta, Box, five to one. Okay. Show bet.
0: Mm, all right. I'll put I'll put you down. I know right you're now. a
1: hater, so you can't you probably won't get in on that as well, but that's a unity bet.
0: I'll go I'll go Eagles, Giants, exact, oh. no okay. box. Yeah, that's
1: so you're just it's like a neg.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys might be second place. Might. Mm hmm. I mean,
1: 75 to 1 MVP. Dan Jones. There you go, Ryan. You, you're <laughs> always talking about your <laughs> Dan show. Jones. Show.
0: There you go. I played your Jones sound drop. Uh, chat seems. Let's let's see what the chat I, has. Yeah, they
1: probably like stuff. What did D. Give me his record prediction.
0: Forty-six Mantra has thirteen and four. Pat Capus is nine or eight or or ten and seven. Serial, of course. Cowboys fans saying six and eleven. Oh, sorry. Serial, you're on my bit. Uh, Earl James has them twelve and five. Let's see some of the toss. Toss your prediction in.
1: Yeah, come on. What are you guys new? What's up
0: with that, uh, D Bettis? I'm seeing he had him at eleven and a one. Oh. That was the last I. I didn't. I'm trying to find his last five here. He probably didn't. He's probably scared to give out a prediction. <laughs> that would be my guess. Jalen Carter did sack Watson five times in two practices. Conservative, he's saying fourteen and three, but I'm going with fifteen and two. Love you, D Bettis. He's sharp. Yes, sir. Re- remember where he won uh, Real Meta DJ because his son hit like a fifteen leg parlay run. I do. That was pretty awesome. I,
1: you ready for for one? Yeah, all right. Jalen Hurts, okay. Total touchdowns, okay. Pass and rush, okay. versus the Commanders this year. As a team? No, like Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah, versus the, the Commanders as a team.
0: So Hurts is what minus two hundred?
1: No 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 no. It's it's like a range that you get brackets of like zero or one two or three, like number of touchdowns. He's going to score versus the Commanders. Oh,
0: in, in their two games. Yeah. Okay. Now they, they should really specify playoffs because obviously regular
1: season. It says,
0: okay. Yeah. I, this was, I,
1: this one I wrote down for you.
0: I think we broke this down on the tired Eagles podcast. This actual bet
1: really 10 or more 30 to one.
0: Yeah. um, You don't like that.
1: I was, I was giving you some Homer sauce to get it.
0: I think like Chomp down. On I think Pat. seven is the right number. What's the, what's the seven to eight band
1: 5 to one, six or 7 5 to one, seven, six or seven, five to one, eight or nine, 13, to one. six,
0: to, six or seven, uh, five to one is a great bet. Okay. Six or seven touchdowns against Washington plus 500.
1: I mean, God bless these
0: places. Yeah. For they this shit they out keep coming up with more and more uh, things for us to bet on. It's really, it's really amazing. God bless you. Sports books.
1: Uh so I also had this one's for me. Okay. Eagles I'm not going to be hard on them. Eagles lose in the wild card round. Plus 450. Write that down for me. I'll book that for you. I mean they're going to catch the Niners in the first round. It's going to be excellent. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Yeah. That. Oh, Trey Lance is going to come. Excellent. Right. I mean, plus four fifty. Excellent. I mean, God bless them for offering these type of bets, but that is horrible. Like, all right, fine, take it off. No, no, no. I'm just saying. There's so many other scenarios. I don't have have
1: anything positive to say about the Eagles other than uh, I think their floor is pretty high. The I tried to find a Swift rushing under, but that they if if they had they listed it before, uh, they they cowardly took it down. Um fading the shit out of the, the, the Swift Penny combination in, in best ball at this point. And uh yeah, I guess maybe we should we check out to see if they have it over on the pick'em. Maybe that's where we find it. What? The Swift uh props.
0: Oh yeah. Underdog again.
1: Uh oh, all right, boom. Check out underdog for the 525 rushing yards under. So if you've been listening to all the previews, we now have a, a banger of an underdog parlay going.
0: Yes. Promo code SGPN, a hundred percent deposit bonus. Right. What is it? 525 and a half,
1: 525 and a half brushing yards. I think you would even take that under I again, Ryan, are you high on him? You have to be, cause you want to be high on everyone.
0: No, I, I,
1: what does I, that mean? I, iron I, sharpen uh, sharpens iron. What what's the sword effect for Deandre? For, oh, for swift. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: No, not no. Just felt like a fun time <laughs> to play the sword sound effect. Um am I high on DeAndre? I I was more just taking unders as a sharp move, Ryan. Got so it. I was oh, giving yeah. I was being generous and giving you a sword sound effect. Uh very sharp. Again, the Eagles running back situation, as far as ADP, I think Kenny Gainwell best ball is the way to go. I think even in your managed leagues, you can get him late and he might be interesting. I just worry as far as like I, I just don't think there's going to be one guy who is the guy. That's why they're fun to play in baseball. But as far as like managed leagues or some of these player prop stuff, it's hard to be super all in. Again, my favorite bet is the Gainwell to lead the NFC East in rushing yards at two hundred to one because the path to that happening is somewhat realistic in my mind. Is touchdowns better for what lead the? What are the lead the NFC East in touchdowns? Uh,
1: I don't. Oh, they oh, rush leaders. They just have it more.
0: Yeah, they don't have that. Um, but that's certainly something to consider. I think the numbers. They, I feel like
1: they did have it at some point.
0: I think the numbers will be tighter because. Oh, I mean, you know they, what? They, they have passing
1: that. TDs, dude. And the, the I wrote this one down because it blew my mind. But Jalen Hurts is a minus one forty favorite to lead the quarterbacks in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are still in the league. Vanilla no, Vic still playing
0: up the turn. I, I think again. I don't think he's a great quarterback overall, but Whoa, I think cut An- that. Anthony Richardson, uh, most quarterback rushing touchdowns, and if they end up offering most rushing touchdowns for the league, Anthony Richardson, I think that's a very interesting bet because I think he's going to be their goal line back, and uh, again, that's gonna it's be not going like to be Boston Scott. No, Boston Scott's on the Eagles. Anthony Richardson. Oh, I'm on the sorry, cuts. you're giving out an Anthony Richardson prop. I was talking about Got Anthony it. Richardson. I think is interesting in those rushing touchdowns markets, because. Uh, oh yeah, no, I just. I think he's going to be. Who do you think is going to be the goal line back? Taylor. Okay. Hey, where Where is he going? I'm just telling you, they're I all think scabbing. They're all crossing the line. <laughs> I mean, some of them have integrity, unlike Saquon Barkley. Ryan. No, that. W- all right, how
1: many? Over under one running back holdout. Actually, I'll go half. Over under a half running back holdout. I feel like Josh Jacobs could miss a game because he
0: doesn't care. So I'll go over. Maybe you're right. I'll go over. I tend to agree. Jacobs seems like the only one who actually is serious. (laughs) And I think he hates the team. He's pissed
1: off at all the other (laughs) running backs too now.
0: And he probably lost a lot of money at the casino and just is like, I'm taking a break from Vegas.
1: Yeah, he's that that's really why he left at six AM. Went on a bender. Unrelated.
0: Time for everyone's favorite, the MLD, aka the most likely gen for the twenty twenty three Philadelphia Eagles, aka who is going to get busted for gambling. There's there's a number of guys that I think are interesting choices here. Really, I've prepared like four, Ryan. So I'll let you go first, so I don't. Well, Reed
1: Blankenship's the obvious one because he's basically Mark Wahlberg and Invincible, (laughs) and that guy's definitely throwing down a couple shackles from his game checks on 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 some action. But no, I'm I mean, what do you mean? There's one obvious one. It's Jalen Carter. If you can be so dumb to to get pulled over for speeding, you're you're a Georgia football player and you're still getting tickets. So how many times did he actually get pulled over? Like, did you ever sit down and think about this? Is like the the Deshaun Watson thing, right? Like he got they found twenty five women. How many do you think it really was? Uh, I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. Jalen Carter was one of the best players on Georgia. If you know anything about Georgia fans, they love their dogs, love their dogs, and they were thirsty for national championships. He's one of their best players. Obviously, the cops are gonna assume it's a football player. How did, how many times did he do this and get pulled over that he got three tickets? You know, it was the same cop. And in fact, one of the body cam recordings says like, man, I told you, I told you to not stop, to stop doing this basically like they're anyway. So when you're that dumb, you're not looking around the league, seeing that everyone's getting busted for gambling. You live and and work in an area where it's very legal and you've shown a, a long history of a knack of making bad decisions. And real quick, worth noting, Georgia actually changed their street racing laws in 2020 to include uh, basically responsibility on anyone participating in the race. So by leaving the scene, not getting tested, and the cops being complicit in this, Jalen Carter was able to get away with murder. And now he's playing oh, in the NFL. Ryan,
0: how dare you?
1: Allegedly.
0: No, he two did open not. lawsuits. We'll see how they go. No, it's a, it, it's unfortunate those people lost their lives street racing, and uh, hopefully he learned lessons. Not going to street race anymore. He'll never make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> He'll never make an. He'll All never Pro. make the Pro Bowl. I again, I who cares see, about the Let's Pro Bowl. see these
1: Georgia dogs do something in the league. Oh, you're gonna it see ain't it ain't the Ryan. SEC anymore.
0: You're gonna see it, Ryan. All right, who's your DJ? My DJ. It's a unlikely DJ, and he's a he's a, he's what I believe is a closeted DJ. He was born in Provo, Utah, huh. so you can guess his uh, background. Yep. Went to uh, Soaker, went to Utah, and uh, yeah, plays wide receiver, return specialist. Give me Britton Covey. It's always the guys who are completely repressed, and then they end up uh, going nuts again. Creates a lot of opportunities and. He uh (laughs) Britton Covey, of course, who was forced to park in the fan lot on a for a Monday night game because security didn't recognize him. So I think if you're that just happened to a kicker. Who made the game-winning <laughs> winning kick for
1: one of the preseason games? Yeah, I think if that <laughs> if got that, on the way. <laughs> if that's
0: happening to you, I think you're thinking ah, I'm flying under the radar. No one knows about old Britton Covey and what I'm up to. And again, if you're repressed like that, those are oh. always the kids. You went to college. The kids that go nuts and get into trouble the most are the kids who didn't crack a beer in high school and then. Get to, to get to Penn state and all of a sudden they're going hog wild. So yeah, I mean, Utah, Britain, Covey,
1: Utah's the safe bet to be the, the one state that never legalizes, legalize it, baby. Uh, right? Like, I mean, if we're going to have a state hold out forever, it's Utah. So I like that.
0: <laughs> well, they're used to holding out Ryan for a long time Uh or maybe not. Uh, maybe they'll quick, may, quick, Utah, maybe story? they'll figure out how to soak their uh, gambling laws out
1: of nowhere. It's hanging out uh backyard. Of course, got the new pool talking with the uh, older daughter go, going to be a sophomore. And uh, out of nowhere, we're talking about something with Utah. We were, we went on a trip there one time and she brought up soaking. Wow. I had no fucking, I did oh not know no! what to say. <laughs> I go, I just said, Oh really? I don't, I know nothing about that. I panicked.
0: Well, Maybe she, how the fuck did she find uh, out about maybe soaking Maybe she listens to the podcast right? the Snapchat thing. They got, they got a soak <laughs> filter on that hey, thank you as always for tuning in. Oh man. <laughs> you gotta go to youtube.com slash sports, podcast to see the, uh,
1: you know, Josh, see just all leave, the bets, just delete my side. Just get all, all Sean
0: <laughs> Kramer's got him Going 10 and seven. I got him 13 and four like a lot of pets. Favorite pet though. Gainwell NFC East rush leader, 200 to one that's that's just insane. Uh, so, lock it up. Eagles going on a run. Uh, me, I'm on the MLD, Britain Covey. Kramer's MLD is Jalen Carter. He spells his name like Britain. Uh, yeah, Britain.
1: Like Great Britain. Why isn't he called Great Britain Covey?
0: <laughs> the ultimate Benedict, Britton Covey. Hey, we'll be back uh, tomorrow closing out with the team previews with our last team preview, the Kansas City Chiefs. Go back, enjoy. The uh, cornucopia of free content. Uh, check out our Patreon and, and do your part in the war against corporate gambling. Of course, gametime.co. Download the app, set up your account, $20 off tickets. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Second the Money Green. He's Ryan. Worst of luck, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.